Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute. Yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. Five seconds, four seconds. Musselman edge to midcourt. He and Chris Beard shake hands, and this one's over. Tough game for the Razorbacks tonight. Ole Miss beats the Razorbacks 77 to 51. Well, it kind of went from bad to worse last night in Oxford, Mississippi. The turnaround that a lot of people are hoping for certainly did not occur last night. And it's fair to wonder, as I know a lot of people do, if it's going to happen at all. The Razorbacks dropping to 10-9 and nine overall last night, 1-5 in the league, 77-51, to 51, as you heard a moment ago, the final score at the Pavilion at Ole Miss. And, hey, we're beginning the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast like this way too many times during basketball season. As always, we're presented by Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, and brought to you in part by Bet Saracen and the Bet Saracen app. It's really hard to know where to begin. I mean, there's just so much to dissect from last night, and yet, in many respects, it's the same song, different verse. Three times now in six conference ball games, the Razorbacks have trailed wire to wire. Now, there were some reasons that the Razorbacks struggled last night. Tremont Mark didn't play. Suffering from migraines this week, has not practiced since the Razorbacks lost to South Carolina last Saturday. Trevin Brazil. Been bothered by a sore knee this week. Had a little bit of an awkward fall at the end of the first half. Didn't play in the second half. Battle went down with an ankle injury. He came back, but he was out for a while. Mitchell went out for a while. I mean, it was just one of those kinds of nights. This was must when it was over. I think injuries allow other people to step up and try to garner more minutes. So other guys got opportunities tonight. Every team goes through injuries. Every team goes through players in and out of the lineup. It, it allowed other people opportunity to play. And then you go back and you watch the film and try to dissect the players that got the extra minutes. And we're not shooting the ball well. We're not defending well. You know, we turned the ball over to start the game way too much. Got the turnovers a little bit under control. Thought we moved the ball better tonight. And then we had with our 13 assists on the 17 made field goals. You just go up and down the two for nine, three for 10, one for five, 0 for five. Got to make shots. Defending becomes a problem. We were up on the glass at one point, rebounding the ball. And the second half, the, the rebounding was tilted towards Ole Miss. Point guard play, turnovers, shooters are struggling shooting the ball. At the center spot, we had zero defensive rebounds. So there's a lot of areas. It's not one particular player. It's not one particular position. And it's across the board. We're getting outplayed at every position right now. Now, obviously, the first half turnovers knocked Arkansas out of any position to win the ball game. At one point, the points off turnovers statistical line was in favor of Ole Miss 17 to 2. Now, the Razorbacks had 10 turnovers in the first 14 minutes of the ball game. They had a stretch where they turned it over five times in four minutes. Now, they got it taken care of. At about the six-minute mark at the end of the first half. In fact, when you look at the post-game numbers, Arkansas finished with 14 turnovers. So they played the final 26 minutes of the game and only turned it over four times. Now that's winning basketball, but the damage had been done. 
and Ole Miss had jumped out to the lead. One of the issues right now is on the other side of the ball, Arkansas is not returning the favor. Arkansas is not forcing turnovers. The points off turnovers ended last night 22-4 to in favor of Ole Miss. Now remember, it was 17-2 to at one point. So, you know, they cut down on Ole Miss's scoring off the turnovers, but Arkansas didn't force any turnovers, and Arkansas didn't do any scoring themselves. They forced nine turnovers, but they only came up with four points off those. I'm going to read you some numbers here. You know, when you want to go inside the numbers and you want to try to figure out why things aren't working the way you think they would, let's start with rebounding. Arkansas going into the game last night was minus 11 in rebounds per game average. That's not minus 11 in total rebounds. That's minus 11 per game. And then they're getting out-rebounded or were getting out-rebounded going into the game last night at about five and a half offensive rebounds per game. So let's look at the numbers from last night. Ole Miss out-rebounds the Razorbacks 43-28. to That didn't help the average. They had 16 offensive rebounds. Arkansas had nine. That didn't help the average either. Big guys have got to rebound more. You know, when you look at the conference stats, I'm talking about just conference ball games. You know, right now, the total defensive rebounds between Tremont Mark and then you combine Chandler Lawson and Makai Mitchell, Mark's got basically the same number of rebounds in conference ball games as Lawson and Mitchell combined. Mark didn't play last night. They had one defensive rebound. You know, it, it's it's – it's a total that, you know, if you make up for it in other areas, you've still got a chance. But when you can't make up for it in other areas, it's just a killer. you got to have more boards from your big guys. Toward the turnovers part, you know, Devo didn't play last night very much. Played seven and a half minutes. Didn't see him at all in the second half. Ellis played some. Then he got pulled and didn't play anymore. Davenport played a little bit. Listen to some of these numbers, and I'm not picking on people. I'm just trying to explain to you, you know, when you go inside these numbers, really it doesn't need any explaining, but I guess magnify might be the better way to put it. In SEC play, Devo's committed 14 fouls, and he has one steal. After last night, he has three assists in 143 minutes. Davenport, one steal in conference play, 10 fouls. 40% on layups. Graham, 47% on layups. L. Ellis, zero steals in conference play in 89 minutes. Now, when you're not forcing turnovers and you're missing layups and the other team's forcing turnovers and scoring off of them, you know, it's, it's, it's not hard to figure out what's going on right there. You know, the, the, the difficult part in all this is that while fans, those of us who watch it, um, you know, fans have the luxury of turning the page. Baseball season's going to start in a few weeks, and the page will be turned for a lot of people. They'll move on from basketball season. There's still two-thirds of this conference season left. And as was said on the television broadcast last night, if Arkansas doesn't grow up, they're going to get embarrassed multiple times before this is over. One in five Three of the five losses wire to wire. That's kind of where you are right now in conference play. Kentucky's in on Saturday. 
It'll be a 5 o'clock tip. By the way, if you want to go to College Game Day, if you want to go to all that stuff on Saturday morning, the program airs from 10 to 11. They're going to open the doors at Bud Walton Arena at 9 o'clock. There's no admission. You don't have to pay to get in. Now, um, you'll have parking. You know, they're, they're, there's not going to be any assigned parking. You can just park as close as you can get. And then you can walk in and you can watch them do college game day. Now, the game's at 5. you got to have a ticket for that. But uh, if you want to go in and watch on Saturday morning, that's the way it's going to work. Hey, I want to talk a little football today, too. But before we do, I want to talk specifically to those of you who are buying or selling a home. You know, the housing market right now, depending upon what you read, who you watch, all that stuff, you get sometimes different views about what's going on. Now more than ever, it makes sense to talk to someone who fully understands the business because the housing market may be different in this town than it is in this town, may be different in this neighborhood than it is in a different neighborhood in the same town. Sometimes it's block by block, even street by street. If you've been in the housing game, buying or selling, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I want to recommend Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, to you. They were my partners on more than one occasion to buy and sell a home. And what I can tell you is, is that when you partner with an agent from Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, you are going to partner with someone who understands every nuance of their business. They're full-time realtors. It's not a side gig. As you've heard me discuss, they're the best trained in the business. Nobody's got a better training program than Weicker. That helps you because they do understand the market. They do understand what all this stuff we hear nationally means locally. And they know about your neighborhood and your block and your backyard. And that's what helps them help you and ultimately get you from contract to close. Now, they've got an office in Fayetteville. They're in Springdale, Bentonville, Fort Smith. They're in Branson, Missouri now. And you can always log on to WeikerGriffin.com. Well, that's a great question and a great point, Chuck. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right, just for a little while, in the time we have remaining on the Give Me the Hogs Chuck podcast today, I'm going to divert my attention away from Razorback basketball. I want to talk about football for just a moment. There was a blurb on a podcast out in California that I want to share with you. I want to set it up first. Fernando Carmona Jr. is an offensive lineman who's just transferred to Arkansas. He played at San Jose State. Now, he was on a podcast out in California called Gridiron Junkies. It's evidently a fairly popular podcast in that area. I was watching it. They got a nice set, good graphics, the whole deal. You don't do that without some money. It happens to be hosted by his brother, George. But Fernando, in this podcast, was his brother's guest. And he's talking about his recruitment. Now, if you follow this game, you or this recruiting game, you know that it came down to Arkansas and UCLA. 
it was either going to be the Bruins or the Razorbacks. It seems as though when you hear him talk, that's certainly what he says. But he talks about why he came to Arkansas. I want to play this for you because I think it's fun to listen to. From the jump, like Pittman, the head coach, and like Mateos, like they treat me like I'm the number one guy, and it was really special. And like they did at UCLA, but I didn't really have a conversation with the head coach until like the last day, and it was like a this setup meeting, and we like talked for from four to five, and I mean it was cool. From the jump, like they really took me under the wing. We had had breakfast that first day that I was there in Arkansas, and I was gonna go back with like the assistant coach and Pittman, the head coach of Arkansas. I was like, no, 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 get in my car. <laughs> and he's just whipping around to Arkansas. He's just talking to me about life, and then he's like, if you come here, you could live in these houses right here. And he drives past a little bit further, and he's like, you got these houses right here. The one of the coolest stories was uh, we pull up to this like model home. Like, I'm gonna get into this house. He's like, I'm the ball coach of Arkansas. I could get into this house. And it was like locked and he like makes a call and he's like, Can you open up this model home? She's like, Oh, I'll do it right now. And not even like a minute later, we're in the model home checking it out. And he's like, It's like, I could do whatever I want. I'm the ball coach of Arkansas. I'm like, This guy's freaking badass. <laughs> like, and he's an offensive lineman coach. He's an offensive lineman himself. So, you know, we kind of we touched on a lot of good things and uh, we were related well. And uh, from there, I was just like, this feels right. You never really know what's going to flip a kid your way. You know, and I couldn't help but notice, by the way, that he was being taken to a model home. The game certainly changed with NIL. You know, you're not just showing off the academic facility now. You're not showing them the athletic dorm. You're not showing them where they're going to go eat. You're showing them a model home. It's a whole different ball game now so to speak. But I thought those were interesting comments. I obviously are, have, have moved well past the point of understanding with a clear head what the youth of America are thinking today. The truth is I don't have a clue. I don't know. So I thought it was interesting to hear what he had to say and what flipped him. Every kid's different. And I guess the key or one of the keys in recruiting is being able to read your subject, so to speak, and, you know, alter your pitch toward what they like and what you think is going to impress them. And clearly getting into that model home impressed Fernando Carmona. Those of you who have followed this podcast or heard me or followed the Razorbacks know that, man, I was a big fan of Sebastian Tritola when he played for the Razorbacks. In fact, I thought in many respects it was his football team. I know what was said behind the scenes. I know who ruled the roost in the locker room. And you can be guaranteed it was Sebastian Tritola. There may have been other players with more acclaim, but Sebastian Tritola owned that locker room. And I think Arkansas needs another presence like that. I think they need it desperately. I think it needs to be a big guy. I think it needs to be a guy that some of the others are halfway afraid of. Because they certainly were about halfway afraid of Tritola. And I don't know if this guy's going to be that. The only real comparison I have to draw is that they're both from California. And they both have that offensive lineman's mentality. You know, um, they're different guys. They respond to different things. You know, as you just heard, Fernando Carmona was impressed by the fact that Coach Pitt got him right into that model home. You know, uh, that doesn't mean ultimately he's going to be a great player. I have no idea. He might be a washout. 
There might be no comparison with Tortola whatsoever, other than they're both from California. But I think they need that kind of player. And I hope this guy is that kind of player. Because those kinds of players can really change the culture of your football team. It's one thing to be accountable to your coach. That's important. But it's even more important to be accountable to your peers. That's what really makes a locker room. That's what makes a team. And if this guy can contribute to that, and he can be a contributor on the field, this may ultimately be a really important portal pickup for Sam Pittman and the Razorbacks. Time will tell. Hey, if you're getting ready for the weekend, and we got NFC, AFC Conference Championship games coming up on Sunday. We got the Razorbacks, college hoops, all sorts of stuff. If you're going to be ready, you got to download the Bet Saracen app. If you've done so already, you know why it's Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. It is Vegas, Arkansas style. You've got an opportunity to place wagers on the Hogs, Razorback players, in-game bets, parlays, exotic wagering. Now, you've got your traditional spreads and money lines. They're there as well. In in fact, if you're going to be the most informed, you really need to download the BetSaracen app. Now, I know there are Vegas odds. But I know if you're going to play the Vegas odds, you've got to legally be in Vegas. And I know that there are Arkansas laws that prevent a lot of these national sports betting apps from operating in our state. So download the BetSaracen app. They've got a how-to-play video. They'll get you ready to rock and roll. Now, tomorrow when we get together, Matt Jones will be around, the Razorback legend, the Razorback great, who spent a great deal of time in the National Football League as well. We're going to focus on the conference championship games because, you know, right now, frankly, that's a little bit more interesting than talking about Razorback basketball. Um, But we will obviously focus on the Razorbacks in Kentucky, too. I jest there a little bit. But Matt will be along. We'll get his take on the Hogs, get his take on the conference championship games. Got Frank Ragnow on one side with Detroit, Drake Greenlaw on the other side with the Lions. The AFC championship game, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, it's all out there. And it ought to, be a, uh, ought to be a fun Sunday of football watching. There's stuff to do between now and then, though. We'll be paying attention to that. Matt will be along tomorrow. Hope you will be, too. Until then, thanks for listening. Subscribe to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. Go to hitthatline.com or search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to rate, review, and share. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.